Welcome and thank you for joining us on Inside Bend, a podcast where you'll get an inside look at the city of Bend from the people who keep our city running. You'll hear about the innovative ways our local government is responding to our community's needs and helping shape Bend's future. I'm your host, Jacob Larson. On this month's episode of Inside Bend, we're joined by engineering associate Christian Williams as we learn more about the city's work to make streets more friendly for walkers and riders through the Neighborhood Street Safety Program. In 2019, City Council approved $800,000 toward initiating the Neighborhood Street Safety Program to address residential, pedestrian, and bicycle safety, safe routes to school, speeding, intersection control and crossings, and other neighborhood street safety-related issues. Eight projects received the council-approved funding for the 2020 and 2021 biennium. All eight projects were completed by October 2021. The remaining projects are receiving funds from the voter-approved 2020 General Obligation Bond. As a result, four additional projects will be completed in 2022. The remaining projects are slated to be complete in 2023 and 2024. Okay, now let's learn more about this program and where it's headed. Okay, today on the podcast, I am joined by Christian Williams. He is an engineering associate. Christian, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. Um, So today we're here to talk about the Neighborhood Street Safety Program, which a lot of people around town are excited about because it improves uh, walkability and bikeability for the town. But I usually like to start these off with asking you a little bit about yourself. What is your role like here? What does an engineering associate do? So we sort of focus on project management over in EIPD. Uh, You know, we take a project from a need or a want of the community um, or from, you know, our capital improvements plan, our sewer plan. We have all these um, plans have been adopted by council and and we deliver the projects that we need to deliver to make sure that we're meeting those plans. And so you've been tasked with uh, heading up the neighborhood street safety program. And um, so maybe let's start there. Um, what is the neighborhood street safety program? So the neighborhood street safety program was started in 2019 by the transportation mobility department. Um, they put out a call for projects uh, citywide and received something like 362 projects, uh, which is um, frankly unmanageable. (laughs) The Transportation Mobility Department and the Neighborhood Leadership Alliance with coordination from the neighborhood associations um, asked each neighborhood association to pick their top two. Um, And we ended up with this list of 26 projects um, called the Neighborhood Street Safety Program. Um, The projects are aimed at, um, as you said earlier, sort of improving pedestrian walkability, safety, um, cyclist safety as well. You know, we sort of got a little bit lucky in that we're doing a little bit of sidewalk infill in areas that don't have sidewalk in some more heavily trafficked areas or creating pedestrian refuges on some of our more heavily driven streets. Um, so just sort of making the city safer to get around for people who might not want to drive. And so you kind of mentioned how this uh program started um where is it today and how is it funded now yeah that's a great question so in 2020 the city passed a general obligation bond um the neighborhood street safety program was taken under the geo bond um in 2020 um so it it ballooned from a budget of eight hundred thousand dollars to eight million dollars over the course of its lifespan 
um, which is great because we get to do more projects um, quicker. We've done seven projects. We've completed seven projects. At the end of this year, we'll do 11. Um, if things continue on this trend, by the end of next year, we will have 17 projects done. And then at the end of 2025, everything working out will be completely done with the list of all of our projects. Very cool. And you mentioned earlier, too, that this kind of grew out of the neighborhood associations. Um, it's kind of a, um, a way for people to get involved um, with this program in particular. It's really driven by uh, citizens requesting various projects. Is that still the case? As for like future projects, um, we haven't really done anything yet. Um, you know, our hope is that in 2020, well, here pretty quick, actually, 2023, 2024, you know, as we sort of are looking down the end of our time frame, we still have, a, we will finish with a pot of money. Um, and so we're trying to decide you know, how do we move forward? Are we going to put out another call to neighborhoods? Are we going to tie it into other areas? You know, we're, we're still sort of thinking about that. From the original list in 2019 to now, uh, so much has happened, so much has changed. The needs of the city evolve so quickly. And, and so as we're looking at these projects, you know, one of the questions we ask ourselves is, have the needs of this location changed? Have, has traffic, you know, increased elsewhere that has, you know, removed traffic from this street or or has, traffic on this street increased significantly. Um, and, and maybe the original ask was something that just won't work anymore. Um, so as we like look at these projects, that's something that we're constantly asking ourselves. And I, I think, you know, when we move forward with the rest of the money that's in the geo bond, that's going to be really exciting because we will get to address some of those other questions. You know, I remember my first couple months here at the city, I was at a, uh, was at an open house for the Wilson project before that started. And I was talking to a community member there and they said, oh, we put in a request for a project, but, you know, I, we don't we don't want it anymore. And I said, oh, that's really interesting. <laughs> well, you know, keep that in mind, I guess, you know, like, but it's cool just to get like community feedback. Right. And that's really the basis of this program. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And um, you kind of talked about that that list of projects and not. um and kind of working through those. Is that the original list that was kind of whittled down and yeah. you're still working through all those projects? We're still working through the original 25. Unfortunately, you know, one or two might be a little bit dated, but I think ultimately, you know, as I've been talking to neighborhood associations for projects this year, uh, people just seem really excited that they're finally getting their projects, which is, I think, exciting. For sure. For sure. And so maybe touch on some of those projects that are going to be upcoming this next go around here. So we've got four projects this year. Um, we've got one at the intersection of Mount Washington Drive and Polar Star Avenue. Uh, and we are installing a street light. We found that, um, you know, there are three schools within a mile. Um, there's a very high traffic multi-use path across the street. Um, and Mount Washington Drive, I mean, it's a busy street, um, high speeds at some spots. Um, so we're just trying to find a, you know, a, a, to create ways for pedestrians' visibility to be up. So we're installing a streetlight there. Um, Aubrey Road and Greyhawk Ave is also getting a streetlight. Um, just one of those more heavy traffic spots in the city. Um, those two are two of the smaller projects that are coming up this year, actually. Um, the remaining two, so at um, the intersection of Wall Street and Idaho Ave, we're, doing, we're extending the curve about 
eight feet into the road to try and narrow down Idaho at that location kind of comes in at about five different spots. We want to make it super clear what roads take the precedence there. And we're creating, you know, a larger uh, area outside the Trinity Episcopal Church there for, you know, people to gather if need be. Um, and it should sort of, you know, it's a one-way street there. And uh, as I talk to the church, it sounds like sometimes people are going the wrong way. And hopefully this will address that. <laughs> that problem that they're facing. Um, and then lastly, uh, along Broster House, um, at the intersection of American Lane and Klahani Drive, we're installing two pedestrian islands. So just, you know, a safer spot for pedestrians to sort of stand as they try and cross that street. There's also a bit of sidewalk infill. There's about 200 feet of sidewalk we're installing um, just north of Klahani Drive. To There's a yeah, like a 200 stretch of sidewalk there that just never got built. And as it's developed, still never got built. And so we're gonna make sure that we fill that in. This is probably the obvious question, but why is having a program like this so important for the community? I think one thing about this project that I find particularly interesting is that we as a city have a whole list of stuff that we want done, that we need done. Um, as we sort of look at traffic patterns, we see areas where we think, oh, this is going to become a problem. This is a problem. This has been a problem, you know. Uh, but we don't drive every single street in the city every single day. Uh, people who live in those areas certainly do. And I think that what's really exciting about this project is there are, we certainly have blind spots um, as much as we try not to. We don't know, you know, what the intersection of 8th Street and Seward looks like at 4 p.m. on a Thursday afternoon, but someone who lives there certainly does. Um, and so as we get, you know, I think that that is particularly exciting. People are saying, I have an issue with this and I, I want something done about it. And we're saying, all right, let's do something. I guess for this um, particular program, that's kind of unique in that you kind of are able to have this dialogue with the community and yeah. get their feedback and get, and like you say, um, those blind yeah. spots don't have to be blind spots for us as city right. staff anymore, that the community is a huge part of this. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely like, I think a way to show directly, hey, we're working for you, you know? You had, an, you had a problem, we fixed it. Um, it's also been fun from a community outreach perspective, um, going to all of the neighborhood association meetings and talking with you know people from the neighborhoods who are really excited about these projects and, and showing them what we have or talking to them about stuff that we will be doing in the future. And there's, all, there's just a buzz around the whole thing that for me is really exciting. Um, this might be a tough question to answer, but what, what do you think you know is kind of the future of this program gonna look like? I know there's a lot up in the air, but um, it seems like it's a good program and something that city staff would like to see continue. Absolutely. I mean, as for beyond the original 25 projects, I we're still in determination, but I can tell you next year, <laughs> we have six projects that I'm really excited about. We're doing, uh, so I mentioned 8th and Seward. So we're doing some sidewalk infill there. Um, we've got about three blocks there. We're doing some sidewalk infill. We've got one at Wood River Drive. We're putting in some sidewalk there. We're putting in a little bit of a curb extension at Columbia Park where there's a neighborhood greenway right there. And uh, as you sort of look around, it's a little bit tough to see as a pedestrian. And so we're hoping to rectify that. Um, that's at Cumberland. And 
Columbia. We've got one at Peril Road and Calvin Way and a second one at Peril Road and Haley Creek. We're doing traffic islands as well. And the Ben Parks and Rec uh, actually, I think, is in the process of building a park right there. So there's certainly some fun synergy between those two projects. Do you feel like city staff here, like there's an emphasis on making sure that we're considering pedestrians and bicyclists um, when it comes to these projects and making sure that their safety is considered as well as um, people in cars and having these projects built so people slow down in areas where there might be heavier pedestrian traffic and things like that. Do you see an emphasis of that here at the city? Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, our city standards all have bike lanes and and you know, we try and make sure in sidewalk, of course, sidewalks. Um, as we sort of continue to build out, I think that we're moving towards a lot more bicycle pedestrian infrastructure. I, I think that Bend is particularly fortunate in that we do have some pretty good bike infrastructure, especially as you get closer to the center of town. But I know, you know, some long term, we, we think about the key route projects, we think about uh, neighborhood greenway projects as those two continue to sort of move forward into the future. I mean, um, it's obviously a very high priority of city staff that we get some good bicycle infrastructure and pedestrian infrastructure. And we want to make sure that the city is accessible to, you know, people trying to get around however they can get around. We're going to make sure that our roads are drivable, um, you know, and, and comfortable for people who are driving with a bicyclist next to them or people who are biking with a car next to them, you know, uh, we're, we're, that's that's our goal. I know it's kind of up in the air with the future of this, but maybe we can expect some news sooner rather than later on on where the funding source might come from and how people can continue to be involved. Yeah, so it's all funded through the the geo bond through the you know until the bond is over, um, which I believe is twenty thirty. Um, so we'll, we'll have money for these projects through twenty thirty. Um, you know, after we, we after we finish the original 25, I, I think the question is sort of, do we do another 25 do, or do we do, you know, half that? Do we drop, drop to 13? What is the need? How can we, you know, manage the funds that we have left after we're done with these projects? You know, the, the sort of funny thing about these projects is some of them, are fairly low cost you yeah. know we like ten thousand dollars for you know street lights striping construction crews to go out dig the trench yeah build stuff and that makes a huge improvement and for that specific area yeah or you think of another project where it's you know three hundred thousand dollars to build a thousand feet of sidewalk so um how far the funds stretch per project is definitely vary but ultimately you know we're looking trying to look through this with an equitable lens and you know trying to fairly spread the funds throughout the city um and so you know as we continue forward that's sort of also on our mindset with you know as i've been calling it nssp2 yeah that's right new and improved exactly yeah and you know i'm excited for the existing projects i'm excited for future projects i think you know there's a lot of fun to be had. Yeah. And would you encourage community members continue to stay involved, especially if they're interested in this type of thing, oh, because it's going to continue to evolve? Yeah. You know, honestly, one of the most fun parts for me is the community outreach. You know, I really like hearing what people have to say about because because honestly, everyone's so passionate about what's happening in their neighborhoods, which is great. Um, you know, 
I don't know if there's a lot of other jobs that you get such a high level of community input in. Um, and, you know, one of the things that drove me to working for the, you know, working for the, the local government is the fact that I get to feel like I'm serving my community. Um, and so, yeah, I, w- I would highly encourage anyone to just continue reaching out. If, if you've got something that you're passionate about, if you've got something you're excited about, let us know. Um, I usually like to wrap these up by asking you kind of what's your favorite part of your job, but you might have just answered that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that's definitely a big one. Um, there, there's a lot of really fun stuff, um, you know, with these little small projects and, and with the larger projects as well. I, I think one of my favorite parts of my job is that what I do sort of varies every day. Like there's an end goal, but there are so many tasks to get to that goal that every day looks a little bit different. Um, and that's that's also very fun for me. Get bored if I'm just sitting in one place doing the same thing day in, day out. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me. I appreciate it. Thank you so much to Christian for being our guest on the podcast. If you'd like to learn more about the Neighborhood Street Safety Program, you can head to bendoregon.gov slash street safety. And another way to let city staff know about various issues out on city roads is by filling out a service request form. You can find that form at bendoregon.gov slash service request. Thank you for tuning in to Inside Bend. If you enjoy listening, don't forget to subscribe and you can check back each month for new episodes. And also a very special thank you to the Pitchfork Revolution for providing us with this music.